Hello and welcome to You Like the Worst Stuff. Off the top, Tony's back from vacation. Tony Sadowski. Hey guys, I'm really excited to talk about Stray. Oh, we already uh, did that. Oh, well, cool. Well, I was in San Diego. I can talk about Comic-Con. That's kind of old news, too. We did that last week as well. Huh. Well, at least I have tons of great COVID jokes after being in a crowded city and hanging out in airports. Cat has COVID. How dare you? Oh, how insensitive. 30 seconds in and I've alienated everyone and dug a massive hole for myself. Tony, you still got it after all these years. He's Tony Sadowski. That's Joe Foreman. I'm Joe Haygood. And this is episode 456. The stuff you like is bad. The stuff we like is worse. You like the worst stuff. The pop culturally questionable podcast. Worsting it up since 2011. Part of the Rest.TV Entertainment Network. Press start in three, two, one. Uh, this week in questionable pop culture, uh, Kat's not here this week, but she did mention a topic that she uh, wanted us to bring up if she was here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to take it on. And that would be, uh, there was an article this week, uh, GQ, by the writer named Jack King, uh, talking about, it's actually I should say called, Why Retroactively Editing Stranger Things Would Be the Beginning of a Worrisome Trend. Hmm. See, what sucked is that article trended for like two days, and it was debunked inside of like 15 minutes, but everybody couldn't <laughs> stop right. talking about it. The hilarity is that within the text of the article, there's an update. Where they had to go back and re-edit their article about re-editing TV shows. Because actually, the Stranger Things nerds are uh, have not edited anything and no. have no plans on editing anything. And so you just have right. this little editorial uh, uh, junked out there for almost no reason. The only thing more debunked in the internet this week was George Jetson's birthday, which didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but do. You know, the funny thing is, though, with this is, like, it came up, and it was a thing, like you said, for, like, a hot two days. Yeah, But it's like, this is not a new topic. Literally, throughout the entire article, it's brought up about the George Lucas trend. It's like, Right, right. Star Wars. Remember that terrible Cats movie? That got re-edited after release? (laughs) I mean, you know, Star Wars has been... George Lucas... Until finally Disney just said, we're taking this away. Here's some money. We want you <laughs> to stop. I'll buy your toy. Yeah, he might have done another stop. round of, of, of fun cuts and edits and special I effects and whatever. Because sure. it's his thing. If he wanted to, he could. I, you know, and, and, people yeah, grumped and about it. but uh, You know, it's like, yeah, and, and people were really upset about it. And the, and the thing is, it's like, look, this is his $4 billion baby. He birthed it. He can do whatever he wants with it. Uh, until Disney again said, "Here's right. a whole lot more than four billion." Well, maybe Disney wants to re-edit it to include like Goofy or something. I, <laughs> I mean, they could Kingdom Hearts right? that thing up if they really want to. I mean, it's it's. it's I, I, I mean, and in that case, that's brought up as the extreme example. But like that was right. an obvious case. Like George Lucas came out and straight up said, "Oh yeah, we're doing the special edition. We're going to call it the special edition. This is the movies I've always wanted to make. I right, couldn't right, at the right. time. Now and, I could." And, it was and obvious. He could do what he wanted. It's clearly you don't get 
a, a, a much bigger IP than Star Wars, right? That's super high profile. And everybody knew it wasn't a surprise. If somebody goes back and, like, what's the stupid Stranger Things thing? They're worrying about some nerd's birthday. Right. Like, if they yeah, went back so and cut that and didn't tell anybody. Some, some goofs complained because they're, a, a date in an episode was the, was revealed as another character's birthday earlier, and they didn't bring <laughs> it up in the show. It has no bearing on the story, right? Right. And I think in an interview, the, the creators were saying that, yeah, they were talking about the idea of digitally remastering something like that, even a meaningless continuity error, right? Didn't matter. But then had to go back and tweet, you know, just to clarify, no scenes from previous seasons have ever been cut or re-edited, and they never will be. So that cleared it up, right? Uh, <laughs> I think I think the fear is that is that, okay, you watch a TV show, and then you go back two years later, and unbeknownst to you, it's drastically different, right? I guess that's the fear. Right? I guess I think that's what the he fear. Was, I, the, the best argument, and again, the the headline to this article, which is you know the, why it's a worrying trend. It's going to be a slippery slope kind of thing. He didn't really make much of an argument other than he just seems to be against the idea of a couple of nerds complaining and the creators going back and having to change things or deciding to do it on their own. It's their prerogative they want. Well, I do but, agree that it's bad to listen to nerds. Yes, that's well, we, we're all in, in agreement there. <laughs> well, you know, and, and this is something that's kind of sort of been ha like, um, I don't know if anybody here has watched Community. There was an episode they pulled because there was an episode that had some questionable content looking back in it. And they just basically, you can't watch that episode. Well, sure. Unless and there's certain own... episodes of older shows they just don't air anymore. They don't yeah. re-release because yeah. it's they just, they aged out. out. We can't do yeah. that now. And yeah. that's... And Normal. that's been we've going on that. for as long as we've all been alive. Foreman, for we thing. used to watch Tom and Jerry <laughs> reruns at work during lunchtime. Those were heavily edited, as should any cartoon from the 30s and 40s. Come on. I just bring it up more from the fact that this is not something that hasn't happened. It's just, I guess, it's been happening for different reasons. Well, this one's, the, I think the slightly different twist here is the idea that Stranger Things is a, a streaming digital show that's just there. It's still, quote, a an ongoing living series. And it's not like they're revisiting old content, like in, like a 25-year-old movie and putting you know, Hayden Christensen into it or whatever. This is This mm -hmm. is something slightly different that's not a continuity change or anything like that that they're, they're they're talking about here this is just like spiffing things up but i think he's worried about them going back and i guess destroying your childhood by going to their content and updating it whenever they feel like it and and there's this ongoing thing about who owns the content right the the fans feel it belongs to them and they don't like the idea of it changing in any way but at the same time if George Lucas wants to go back and make the movies part of a nine-story arc the way that he says he always wanted to do it, then, I mean, he just does it. And, and like, in the Stranger Things case, like, you, t you brought up ownership. If, yeah. you don't, if you haven't purchased the Blu-ray box set of these movies, right. you don't own them. You're just renting them from you Netflix. You are renting them. The file yeah, is yeah. sitting there on the server, and if they change it, they change it. And then it. anybody yeah. who comes into Stranger Things later... We'll see the different date on the calendar and, and, and their I lives will be better for it. I want to say that this came up recently. <laughs> there was something where like a minor like stupid edit was made on one of the Disney Plus shows that 
I'm drawing a blank on. I'm trying to. I remember it was like kind of a thing that came up, like, oh, this scene got changed or something. Like there was well, a well, weird. I mean, the Price is Right has been editing Bob Barker into Drew Carey for years now. It's weird. Oh man, cat. I mean, Cats was digitally edited over and That's over. Remember exactly that? right. That was more like I'm a saying. technical error, though, right? It, what, that yeah, was... it was released with like hands not touched up and things like that. They yeah, re- yeah. That was like there was points where they f- totally forgot to put parts of the effects right, in. Like right. we forgot to give Boops. them like cat hands. We gave them human. <laughs> But, you know, right, the, the beginning right. of this article sets it up by couching it in and, like, you know, gaming has been patching games for years and releasing stuff that they right. either That's want, what I want to, to bring up to add stuff later or, you know, go back and fix some bug that they didn't catch and they rushed a game out. Things like that. And the the what made everybody mad at that point was that it was called laziness. Right. <laughs> you have completely upset the entire video game world by suggesting that... Uh, Video games being released is in any way lazy. You know you really stepped in with gamers are mad. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the argument there was like, in the beginning, it was supposed to be like, ah, this is for minor fixes that need to be done afterwards. You know, a megabyte or two. Now, it is not uncommon to download 30 gigabytes the day that you buy something. Right, like, which is ah. not a function of laziness. That is a function of we had a marketing deadline to meet, and we right, had to get get files out the door. That so is that's cold, not really heartless laziness. business right there. That's all. Yeah, that's capitalism. That ain't laziness. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, does does anyone have strong feelings about this being a slippery slope, the end of days? If they do go back and make <laughs> minor edits to their program, that even if they make a big change, if they go back and take a scene out or add something new to it that makes things make better sense later or changes it in some way, uh, uh, I actually, I actually have one for you, Tony. I totally forgot about this. Go I'm, for it. I'm glad this popped into my head. Um, I'm forgetting the subtitle of it. There was a Mass Effect book that came out. I bought it. <laughs> this, is, this is honestly true. Bought a Mass Effect book. I believe and, you bought a Mass Effect book. Right. I no problem I, with that. Well, the funny thing is there was a bunch of technical errors. Like, apparently the writer that wrote the book didn't know enough about the Mass Effect universe. It, like, there were a lot of weird continuity things. Like, a character that had been... Uh, that had been gay for most of the series, like video games, novels, like all of a sudden they made him a big womanizer. It's like, this seems a little off. Nice. It sounds uh, like the Star Wars extended universe. And, and, and he, well, no, but the thing was, is this is marketed by Bioware. So it was like, it definitely was in canon. And they actually allowed people like myself to send the books in to get them uh, sent out with the oh, this is a edits. physical book you're talking. This about. was right, a right physical there. book. <laughs> this was a book that was published. Like I, I, digital... I assumed that you had like you know the, the PDF ebook well, version I, I, or something. I had I had the digital version which got fixed automatically, but I had a hard copy, and they were like, "We can send you a fix," and I was like. How do you send a fix? You're gonna send us the old book back. You didn't, you didn't send it back, did you? Oh, I absolutely did. Oh, so much for your collector's copy. item, then. You fool. <laughs> So much for that. I wanted the right version. It was weird. I felt you, dirty with that on my shelf. Because the, that it was book probably cost like $6 in paperback. You just could have bought a second printing and kept the first one yeah. with the amazing it, errors but in it. I was just bringing it up because it's like, this is it, it's weird, but it ha- it, it's how it's happening more and more, this kind of. Yeah, I don't know. It's Like I said. if, if That it, was really weird. That's an extreme situation where it's a If book. it's something that is 
incredibly telegraphed like the Star Wars stuff or incredibly egregious like whoops we didn't we didn't edit this one properly like in the book you just mentioned but like I don't know for for the most part I I imagine most people would not even notice how I mean and you know every time I see people online talk about oh I'm I'm rewatching a season I'm, I've watched this movie 700 times I'm playing Link to the Past again like Jesus Christ right. are you really you know, I, I wonder really? if they could just avoid all of this. If they're going to make edits to something, like who would just notice? call it like the Office Director's Cut, and everybody's right. going to watch that and go, <laughs> right. "It's great! Oh, we got right. more content. It's brand new." Zack Snyder's The Office, Justice is Gray Edition. Sure. Hey, if, if you if you open up that Peacock, man, they are they are more than happy to show you the Office Supercuts. You should really be watching these. It's a new and different way to watch The Office, and people love it. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah, and see, I don't geez, get it. There's a whole cottage industry on that, slightly uh, redone. Etc. As me, man. Yeah, man. Now that you bring it up, man, I remember when oh, um, the, I'm uh, glad I stumbled on something real. Right, you sure did. Uh, Red Dwarf, um, you know, the, the uh, British uh, sci-fi show from like started off in like the late '80s. Yeah, that's forever like, ago. You know, they did a quote-unquote special edition of that where they upgraded a bunch of the special effects and re-released it. It was around the time of the Star Wars thing, so it became the hot thing to do for a while. But you know, there's something else where like. Remember those old janky special effects we had back in 89? We've redone them up to 1994 standards, you know? <laughs> and, and theoretically, you could you could go as far back as, remember when colorization was a thing? Oh, God, right? Oh. <laughs> there was like a hot moment in the early 80s where it's like, right. let's make this in color. Everybody That's was true. super convinced you wouldn't watch black and white again, even though like every local TV channel was like 70% right, it was black, all and syndicated white on, black and white. Right, and black any, and white Sunday mornings all day. And if anything, like watching, you know... Uh, 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 what's oh god I can't think uh, uh, miracle, miracle yeah it was Miracle on 34th, 34th Street was one Street, of them yeah. was one of them and it was like you'll never want to watch no this is this looks demonic yeah this well is, yeah because it wasn't done very well back in those days no, it's gotten no, a lot better they didn't know better. what they were doing it's gotten a lot yeah, better yeah but it's sure. just one of those things where it was like I remember that was a big thing for like a year yeah. it was like every, let's know, colorize all these black and white movies people will love it it's I like, recently Ooh. watched this on YouTube somebody took like a um, an AI assisted colorization to like a film clip from I, it, I think it's like late 1800 San Francisco like it's a like the oldest thing I've ever seen moving. And they did this AI assisted um, colorization to it. And it actually looks pretty decent. I imagine if you do it now, it's pretty hot. Oh yeah. 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 I like mean, now it's, a, it seems, you know, it was a lot better because in, in those days in that early colorization crap, they, there was just a lot of detail was lost and, you know, they're like retracing cartoons and it's embar yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's embarrassing, different. but you know, now it's, it's not as bad. Although uh, then you come up with the ideas of, all right, well, who decides what the color is? Yeah, because <laughs> if you weren't there when it was filmed and in black and white, in, and they were, uh, and they knew those films were black and white, so they were probably <laughs> dressed in garish colors that would stand out and be different in black and white. For yeah, it, the contrast that 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 medium offered. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that Humphrey Bogart was wearing a pink suit here. I'm sure that's what he was wearing. He might have remember remember how in uh, the Adventure of Superman in black and white, like Superman. George Reeves was not wearing a red and blue Superman suit when they shot that's that. That's what I'm saying. No, no. He was yeah. wearing something that was this ridiculous beiges and tans because the mm -hmm. contrast was better. Exactly. So, but what? Yeah, but I'm saying like the actual real world stuff. And I, I, somebody yelled at me online about this once because I was really? trying to find out why. Why are we even bothering to color correct these black and white photos when we know we're getting them wrong? Because we weren't there <laughs> to know what yeah. the colors were. It's just somebody's guess. 
Yes, and somebody was yelling at me. because like, why are we even doing this? Why is why is just just leave it the nice black and white and, and uh, try to crisp it up? I guess. But the remix crowd is never happy. I, I was really annoyed that even after they the article GQ had to admit that yeah, actually we have no factual basis for this whatsoever. That no, it, it kept trending. Wasn't oh, true at all. My God. And, uh, yeah, there was a self-own in their correction, which is pretty funny. But Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. It's just I, I, I know that we on this show largely are generally friendly to IP creators and not too precious about this kind of thing. Maybe more so than other folks who are a little more protective of the stuff they're nerdy about. But, like, yeah. it's just I can't get fired up about it. I don't know. It doesn't bother me too much. I mean, look, they changed the stuff in the Star Wars it's someone that was a big Star Wars nut. I was like, eh. But then day I was like, I don't really care. It's fine. It's well, fine. You know, the, you know, we all lived through the special edition thing. It was very exciting to see the special edition of Star Wars. It was different. Yeah. I swear, everyone was super into it. I, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with it. But no, man, we were super into the special editions when they came out. It was yeah. just the idea that you couldn't buy the old ones anymore that made everybody really mad. Right. That's yeah. what did it. That if was both the original existed, you killed my childhood. If you could have bought, you know, both the original and the special edition, and right there that you're in your $9 racks at Walmart, there wouldn't have been any complaints at all. But the fact that, that you could not buy the original one anymore. Well, and again, it, that goes back to George Lucas saying, this yeah. is my vision. And he goes, so what? One of, one of these days, Disney will get desperate enough that they'll re-release them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All You'll we get... need is a is a couple bad months of Disney Plus subscribers, and poof, <laughs> you're gonna get your original Star Wars. As they again. were originally released. Yep. It'll be a big, big dramatic thing. deal. Everyone will tweet about it for a weekend, and then there'll be hilarious screen grabs of how crappy things look. <laughs> right. It's gonna be like, whoa, <laughs> roast this. Speaking <laughs> of big deals, Tony was in the greatest state in the nation. Just a recently. very big deal. Tony, what I did mean, you actually see? We talked before about how you went to San Diego not yes. intending to be there during Comic-Con. <laughs> no, that was not our intent. We had no badges. What Comic-Con did you see? <laughs> One of the days we went to the Comic-Con area, to the convention center, right? <laughs> we had breakfast downtown and waddled okay. ourselves down there to see what was going on. There's a ton of stuff going on outside and around the con. So what we did was people watched to look at all the cool cosplay, which made my daughter super excited because yeah, she's into cool. lots of anime stuff and things right now. So that's like, you know, fastball down the middle for her. And it <laughs> killed a morning where we didn't have a lot planned. We had gone to the zoo the day before and we're all exhausted. So this was just like stand places and look at people. Fine. Right, right. The San Diego chicken had already delivered your newspaper. And it was, you and, and, uh, hey, good. I listened to last week's show. You mentioned that it was like, you know, top story on the local news every night, right? Yeah. It's the thing that's going on. So, yeah, while we were there, we absolutely made a point of taking, you know, a half a day to go toddle around Comic-Con and see what there was to see. There were lots of vendors who had activations set up outside. <laughs> you could certainly people watch and check out all the cool cosplay. There was a giant inflatable Ozzy. There was a giant inflatable mecha yeah. cookie monster. The, that's um, the, and that was the thing I mentioned last week is, like, there's it, you have the convention proper, but all of San Diego kind of gets yeah, set they're up. they're leaning for, into like, it. You go into Peck. Like they, I remember a few years back, they had like an Assassin's Creed like like uh, activity thing at Petco Park. Like you could do a big they did jump. Petco and Park they again it. this year. Nintendo yeah. had a thing there. There was yeah, a Switch see, installation outside. And, and it's all and it was like all that stuff outside is kind of free. Or there was a Hello have, Kitty like, truck. 
right there yeah. in Petco Park that had like exclusive crap that you could buy. Like it was <laughs> cool. There's yeah. stuff that you know the lines are a mile long, but that is Comic Con. If you are yeah. there and you want to get the cool tchotchke, you're gonna wait in line. You know right. that. Yeah, it, it, it's it's just one of those things where it's like you could go down there without a badge and still fill three days if you wanted to, just going to all the extracurricular stuff right. that and surrounds we walked, the like event. literally around did a loop across the tracks and around the front of the convention center to see everybody's costumes going in there was really cool stuff of course i mean it's comic-con and yeah. you know it's, there's it's the it's the big it's the big event it's like yeah it's, it's massive and the first time in three years they've done it so people were pumped right and like the peanut shop on the corner had the franklin display there like there was stuff going on and uh, it, it was just a lot of fun to kill some time and you know hang around for the morning and you know guys uh, dressed in full deadpool regalia driving in their weird car blasting music to get attention on the way by <laughs> like down one down one side street there's like you know the the paparazzi standing there because it's where all the, the big black buses are dropping off the quote celebrities who are running into the you know the hard rock <laughs> there to hide like you know it was it was all like like the ign Folks were like, you know, stationed with their cameras and mics up on a balcony that we saw there. <laughs> oh like, God. it's the, everybody's around. There's oh, tons so of th stuff to look at. It's great. And, you know, on the way back from uh, one of our uh, from our zoo adventure the day before, we stopped at In and Out Burger. And hey, good, you know that is, you know, uh, a must do. It's, it's a California icon, right? It's, it's a there. tradition. The kids, of course, had never been so. My wife and I made sure that for dinner that night after our zoo day, we hit the in and out on the way back and we ate inside and there, you know, we caught it at a decent time when we come in. But that, then, like, that is the thing that can go horribly wrong. Right, it horribly can totally right, go wrong, right? The but the, the, the crowd from Comic-Con starts to come in uh, as we're sitting there eating. And we saw a, a full regalia Sailor Venus comes in, right? <laughs> she's got the orange. Oh, the sailor suit. She looks great, right? And she's got this dude with her who's in like a full suit. They both have con badges. He's not a character that I can I recognize. He's just, I guess, our bodyguard or whatever. Um, and, you know, they order their food and everything. My daughter perks up because, oh, my God, Sailor Venus is over there, right? And it's, you know, really cute because we've been watching Sailor Moon and she loves it. Um, and she orders her food and all that stuff. At some point, she's waiting over there. We're basically done. So I'm like, come on, Emmy, let's go over. And we took a, we took a photo with her and my daughter standing there. So of course, she wanted to take the picture. And she gets her food. She goes back out and her, she gets into the driver's side of this neon pink convertible. And dude gets on the other side and she just speeds off. Like, I'm like <laughs> she's living the life. Sailor Venus rocks out here. Um, <laughs> But little, like, moments like that were happening because Comic-Con was going on. So as we were out, we were seeing, like, lots of great nerd shirts and stuff. And, you know, we went to the Comic-Con Museum at Balboa Park on our last day there and killed, like, most of a day. Saw the Spider-Man exhibit, uh, which was really neat, and a ton of other stuff that they have in there. And, again, lots of con folks were there because things were wrapped up. So they were killing a little bit more time. You still had people in cosplay hanging out at the Comic-Con Museum and people with great nerd shirts. So it was it was super fun. It just it was a cool added layer of color to that entire week-long trip that we took and uh it was neat. What's the in and out score from the fam? Oh, we all liked it. Okay. It was good. Double double grilled onions. Uh, I did double double animal style. All my right. son did the same thing. Uh my daughter is not into burgers. She got the grilled cheese. Okay. And uh, my wife definitely got an animal style, but I think she only did the single patty. She's not okay. too too into meat. That's so she okay. Got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. and of course, it's anybody I like animal it. fry. We did animal fries, of course. All right. Yeah, yeah. 
So. See, now the funny thing is I say all that, and I go in there and order a plain cheeseburger, regular <laughs> right, fries. The hey, good special. I do, get, I do go in and say regular fries well done because I like them <laughs> double cooked so they get nice and crispy. It was it was delicious, and it was, a, it was a super fun trip. I mean, San Diego's gorgeous. There's tons of picturesque places everywhere you go. We did our, you know, t- uh, tide pool time and – Hit the La Jolla Farmers Open Air Market in the morning, which my wife and I went to years ago and loved, and we loved it again. Everything's delicious there, and it was just a great week. We had a lot of fun, and you know, like the like I said, the the con had everything. So we were wandering around there, and like there's this cozy TV stand with like cutouts of syndicated sitcom luminaries like <laughs> Frasier and the cast of Third Rock from the Sun and like Lily God. Monster. <laughs> it's like the weirdest hodgepodge of crap. Columbo sticking out of the convertible together. So just super fun. It was a it was a great trip. So yeah, uh, awesome. it was a uh, it was a lovely trip. Thank you for asking. I enjoyed your wonderful state, and I thank you for your hospitality. We do try. We do try. We're not I always one hundred percent. I I was super annoyed to be leaving the day after Stray came out because I've been looking forward to that game forever, and I didn't get to play it until I got hmm. back. So. I had to, like, not listen to most of your episode last week in case there was anything spoiled until I played a bit. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you know, I was playing Playdate on the plane. I took that with. That was good unless the lights were out at night. And we did a red eye back, and you yeah. can't see it. It's I not will backlit. say San Diego is one of my favorite airports to fly into because you fly right through those buildings when you're coming in to land. And it is. Yes, you do. It is, so, it is something else. when you. It is really land. cool. It's, it's a spectacle. <laughs> Very it's good. A... Hey, good. Can I infer, just to tip our hand a little bit, that you finished Stray? I did finish Stray. All right, Stray. so let's talk about him one last thing. But for now, why don't we give away a free game? Let's give away Railway Empire. Nice. Here you go. On Steam, Railway Empire CZ2B5-5J4IC. 3JWDQ. Start your Railway Empire on Steam today, thanks to you like the worst stuff. Nice. Enjoy. There you go. So I'm going to start. Uh, we have one last thing where everybody gets to throw some love, throw some shade, something to talk about. I preempted myself there. I'm going to start this off because Tony kind of led into it. Yes, yes. Uh, I made this a week to finish some games. I actually finished three games in one Woo! week. Something. My goodness, I, I might that's got to be a record. I might have just <laughs> fractured Foreman's head right there with this. Like his yeah, three games in one year. Here. That's in, that's incredible for you. None of them take so, more than six hours to play. So, so I sure. did finish. I like. I it, you know, I finished As Dusk Falls, which came on Game Pass, which was fun. Uh, that was like my lunch game. I played it every hour. Streamed it while I was at work at lunchtime. Uh, I finished Judgment because I realized I never actually finished it. Oh, See, wow. that's my complaint about you. It was a weird thing. That's like, my complaint. Also, he just rectified say, the I, error. I just want to say the whole plot of that game is an Alzheimer's drug. It is so weird. Uh, and then finished Stray. And yeah. I was... Yeah, I was, I, was, I was like pretty happy. I was like, it's a good week. Finished like that. I think so. You should be proud. What's everyone' uh, general thoughts on Stray? I am. I don't know how far in. I take my time. I find all the sheet music and crap along the way. I so did I am find all the sheet music. Right, I did that. I'm going through the the sewer now as the little kitty and trying to get back to. Um, I guess Midtown or whatever it yes, is. Yes, you're trying to get to Midtown. I think yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah, roughly yeah. halfway-ish. I, right, I, I, I figure I it feels too. like a halfway-ish point. Yeah, I finished. I too. think I finished with about six to six and a half hours. Nice on the clock. So you didn't get the trophy that you uh, get for letting the cat sleep for a literal hour. 
I no, plan I to did do that. Not. I want that to be my last trophy. <laughs> I want to boot the game, go into a chapter, and just let it go and say, watch I the platinum roll in. At some point, I will just go in and and then flip over to the Xbox and do some stuff every now and then. Flip the stick on the PlayStation <laughs> so it doesn't go to sleep. I did that. I got the cat to sleep for an hour. Nice. <laughs> I've napped it a few times because I figured you. I I didn't look early on. I figured there was a trophy later for napping a certain amount of times or like something like that because there's there's couches everywhere. Everything's a couch to a cat. Everything is a couch, right? Can nap on the bookshelf it, in the library, whatever you want. It's very funny to think about how, like, I played that game and I'm like, yeah, this is about as annoying as my cat is. Yeah, yeah, knocking over bottles, <laughs> scratching at every piece of furniture possible. Yeah, yeah, pushing Pretty stuff much. off stuff, being cute, meowing. <laughs> Good cat sim. But uh, yeah, I was happy to finish some games this week, uh, so I can get some of that monkey out my back. Now there's only what about uh, three thousand games in the backlog. We'll the pile of shame is three games shorter. <laughs> this, this Good is man. Very true. Now you can start loss judgment. <laughs> I, I am. I, you know what? I did. I bought it while it was on sale this week, and I started playing it. I'll finish it in two years. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, former, what do you got? Um. Apparently, uh, Sony on the PlayStation 5 is going to discontinue already the accolades feature, which I'm sure everyone is well familiar with, a key (laughs) part of the PlayStation 5 uh, operating system. Uh, It's funny. I can't go anywhere without hearing people talk about it. (laughs) Accolades, 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 all I hear. Like I, I don't know what what went wrong here, but you know, ever since the PlayStation Five came out, you've had this place on your player profile page, which nobody goes to. Why would you go to that? <laughs> but you have this place that's here's the accolades that you've been awarded by other players, and you know, back you know in the launch period, you're like, oh, I, I guess that's interesting. I guess I'm gonna get essentially trophies given to me by players. It's like my my LinkedIn uh, recommendations for gaming. Yeah, it's just like you're going to get a bunch of thumbs up or something. I don't know how this is going to work. Well, you know, it turns out, you know, your game has to support that, and very few games Ooh, did. That's um, a death knell. Particularly, apparently, no multiplayer games that I played. Like, if they had launched this thing and got, like, you know, Fortnite to use it, maybe yeah. some folks would have used it. But, right. uh, you need a killer app for that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe one of the many Call of Duty supported it. I have no idea, but apparently there are now turning it off. Um, because, oh, man. because nobody used it. If, I, was say, I guess I should look and see if I ever actually got any accolades. No, you didn't. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you've only played your PlayStation 5 for like six hours total. <laughs> hey, man, I finished straight. That was six hours right there. Yeah, that's totally. what I mean. That's it. I actually that's almost it. played some. I was going to play some FIFA on there, but then I was like, no, why would I do that? Why I've also been playing a lot of Persona 5, but then I was like, why am I doing this? Uh, why are you? It's coming it? out on Xbox in like a, a couple months. I can get so much I can get achievements in this thing. But that's uh, eh, kind of a, you know, it's a thing. I'm waiting to see how long the cards last. The, I, I saw Stray had those. It's like, hey, you need some help finding things, this, that, the other. But, like, I always wonder how long that's going to last. Well, that like is way more game. baked in yeah, to, no, like, I everything. It, it, that's way, yeah. way more useful than whatever this hidden accolades thing was. Like I said, who, go, who goes to their PlayStation profile page? There's, blah, blah. There's nothing there. Do you you ever like click on a a, a player's profile like that? Never happens. You never go to your own. Um, but yeah, they the, have the, to the, know the, that, the, right? There's got to be some metrics. Oh yeah, they know. see no one in the world ever uses that, that page. Yeah, that's why it's gone. Hey, features like, I discontinued. I, I did notice that like they they they're trying to emphasize the cards more. I think like one of the last updates, all of a sudden it popped up a couple messages like, "Don't forget about these cards over here." I'm like, <laughs> "Oh right, you're trying to make cards like 
your own copyrightable thing when really it's just, you know, another very specific menu inside the, inside the, the game or inside the OS devoted to the game that you're playing. Uh, I mean, I don't think I'll ever get used to calling it cards, but I do understand that when I uh, go back out to the menu, I see trophies, I see hints, I see uh, jump right into this particular level. I see all that stuff. I don't know that I'll ever get a, used to calling it cards. Hey, I'm just calling it what they call it, man. That's, that's yeah. Well, they're definitely <laughs> trying to make that the thing, but good luck. Stop trying to make cards. It's happen. like it's a. Hey, it's just like when they sat there. We need something that's achievements, but not called achievements. Right? Trophies, trophies. I get that trophies. makes sense. I like cards. That. I don't know the metaphor works so much for. I that. think it's just because they look like cards when they're down there. Displayed. It's like you that's know. It's that. like tiles and and icons and. Nobody wants to call them titles. Tiles. We know what happened with Windows 8. App Nobody avatars, ever wants to use the word tiles again. You know. So, so that, that's it for that's that. that. Tony, what do you got yeah. this week? A quick one this week. Uh, I talked to a, uh, a wonderful uh, writer and illustrator named Paula Rogers as part of my other podcast I'm doing, Starting Artists. And uh, she mentioned in the course of her interview that she was going to launch a webcomic soon about her experiences with online dating and stuff she learned over the years. It is called Blind Data, and that website has launched, and she sent me the website so that I could check it out because I said, oh, I want to see that when it goes live. So I did, and the interview is not up yet on my other podcast, but uh, mm -hmm. the site is, and you can check out blind uh, blindedatacomic.com if you want to check those out and see new ones as she adds them. But it's uh, pretty cute so far, and she's... Uh, doing some deeply personal, soul-searching storytelling uh, matched with some whimsical, cute art where all the dudes are cats, and it's a lot of fun. That's a good so pun. blind data. Yes, that's, very cute. That's a good pun. I liked it, and I do like it. All right. That's it. That's going to do it for episode 456. Till next time, we're out of here. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out more great podcasts about all kinds of nerdery at rest.tv. That's R-E-Z-D. Say hi at rest.tv slash discord. Follow you like the worst stuff on Facebook or find us on Twitter at the worst podcast. You can support the show at patreon.com slash worst stuff. And thank you if you do. Music provided by Eric Madias of soundimage.org. Until next time, game over. Actually, the plural is calls of duty. You like the worst stuff.